You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Stacey Reed is a pillar in social media advertising, having generated over $125 million for some of the largest shoe and apparel brands in the world, working at Zappos.com. As the founder of Stacey Zeal & Co., she is on a mission to amplify mission-driven brands using her signature Zeal method that helps product brands increase their sales and amplify their impact. If you're looking to sell more products and amplify your impact, listen to her private podcast, Stop boosting, start selling to learn the three essential keys to scaling your business with Facebook and Instagram ads. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded podcast, the number one podcast to help you learn about social media to grow your business. And I am excited because today we are diving deep into Facebook and Instagram ads. Many people have so many questions about this area of digital marketing and social media. And of course, here on the Social Media Decoded podcast, we only bring on the best the best expert. So today I have Stacy joining us today and we are going to talk all about what you need to know before you start Facebook and Instagram ads. So Stacy, welcome. How are you doing today? I am good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Yeah, so, oh my goodness, you are the wizard when it comes to ads, Facebook, Instagram ads. So can you give us a little bit of background about you and how you got started with Facebook ads? Yeah, um, I started in social media marketing when social media for business was just becoming a thing. Um, I remember I had an internship that um, about 11 years ago, 11 plus years ago, and um, she was just like, hey, you need to just figure out how to market us on Facebook, right? Like how to use Facebook for business. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, get on Facebook, I'm on Twitter. And so I'm starting to build this channel. And so throughout the years, it's just been something that I have that has stuck with me. I had, I started an agency or started freelancing right out of college because I was like, I need experience to get a job. So let me get some experience. And so I started freelancing and helping people with all kinds of things. Most of it was social media marketing and just understanding how you can apply the principles of marketing to um, social media. And then fast forward, we've been doing that for a while. And then, um, you know, about four years ago, I started working at a company called Zappos. And for, at Zappos, I've been doing paid social media exclusively for the last four years. And mainly, mainly what we use is Facebook and Instagram um, for our main platforms. We use Pinterest, Snapchat, all these other channels as well. But that is really where I got most of my experience in really being super, super focused on Facebook ads and Instagram ads and learning how to create strategies, learning all the ins and outs with, you know, execution, meeting with Facebook all the time, going to their campus and getting, you know, like getting education and all kinds of stuff and be, having the experience of working with really big budgets and bringing in lots and lots of money. Um, and so I definitely have seen the power of Facebook and Instagram ads. And that's where that's how I got where I am now. It started with just organic social and just kind of evolved um, as my career evolved into being mainly um, focused on ads. And now I mainly help with my clients with um, Facebook and Instagram ads specifically and using that to elevate their businesses. 
So yeah, I'm really excited today because I also feel like Facebook and Instagram ads is something that, you know, people really don't understand and they just think it's it's all together with social media and everything. While it is a part of social media, it's it's a part of digital marketing. It's a part of paid social. There's organic social and paid social and Facebook and Instagram ads are specifically paid social media because you're paying to get in front of people, right? So I'm really excited to dive into this conversation. And when I love Zappos, I definitely shop there. So you all, so she is, she is in charge of you seeing those ads on Facebook. You know how they follow you around the internet. That, that is what we're talking about today. So in a really broken down way, can you explain Facebook ads? Again, I feel like it is misunderstood, but also there's Instagram ads, which is different from Facebook ads. So can you just break each of those down for the listeners today? Sure. Um, So we know Facebook and Instagram are obviously separate platforms, but owned by the same company, owned by Meta. Um, And so within Facebook, when you run ads, you're able to run ads on Instagram. You're able to run ads on Facebook. You can run them on both. You can. They also have audience network and WhatsApp and all that kind of stuff. So because Facebook owns Instagram, WhatsApp, all those places, you can actually build a campaign that runs from that can run on all those channels, right? And that's actually a best practice is to run your run your campaigns and let Facebook optimize because it'll it'll start to send it to wherever it's performing best. But at a high level, and when you're thinking about Facebook ads. What you want to think about is it's really like a crossroads between social media and advertising in a sense that, you know, we know traditional advertising, you know, commercials, we know Google ads, we know, you know, all these other kind of things. Um, And then we know how social media works, right? Very, you know, community based, very, excuse me, very community, very much, you know, focused on being valuable and educational and providing content and all that kind of good stuff. And so where Facebook ads come together is is where those things meet and come together, meaning that Facebook ads and Instagram ads will allow you to amplify pieces of your marketing that are working. So you're able to drive people from Facebook to a landing page. You're able to sell directly on Facebook. You're able to find people who you would otherwise not be able to reach through your organic efforts with paid because you can specifically tell Facebook like, hey, I'm willing to pay to play, right? I'm willing to pay you a certain amount of money to get in front of people who I wouldn't naturally reach, right? And then there's, you know, Facebook has like billions of active monthly active users. And so if you're thinking about expanding your reach and and doing it in a way that is more social and not in a way that is very directly, you know, a very salesy, very bottom of the funnel, right? There is a lot of great capabilities that you can do on Facebook with the bottom of the funnel advertising as far as like trying to directly get the sale. But there's a lot you can do with prospecting and, you know, finding cold audiences, warming up your regular audiences that you have, remarketing to the audiences that people that come to your website um, or people that are on your email list and using Facebook as to really or Instagram as to really amplify what's working in your business. And so that's really that's really on foundationally what 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 is what you're doing is you're paying to play. You're saying, "Hey Facebook, I'm willing to pay. You have all this data on your customers. You know, you know their shopping habits, you know their behaviors, you know so much about your people, and I'm willing to pay you to get my message in front of them." And so that's what we're doing and you can do that again on Facebook, you can do that on Instagram, you can do that on both channels because it's owned by the same place. Um so yeah, that's really what they are and I think they are definitely a way for small businesses to really compete with bigger brands. And and, because I do honestly believe that paid social is one of the great equalizers in marketing, because if you have a better message than a bigger brand, a better message is going to beat a bigger budget anytime. 
So that's why that's and that's why Facebook ads are so unique. Facebook and Instagram ads are so unique um, in a way that. Google ads are more so very shopper focused, very bottom of the funnel. Like if I'm searching for some Nikes, you just need to show up. But with Facebook, you can actually find people who are not necessarily looking for your products, but they need it, right? Like I, I love leggings. And if a company, if I, but I may not be thinking about buying leggings every day, right? But I know I need some. And so you're able to get your message in front of me in a way um, that where I'm not necessarily searching for it, but you can get it in front of me because you know that I'd be, I'd be your ideal client. Yes. Oh my goodness. See? I just love, I just love, I'm, I even learned because I know a lot about social media and digital marketing, but Facebook ads is just, I don't know. It's one of those things that like gives me anxiety. They change the back end all the time. It's so confusing. And I'm like, no, I don't offer this at my agency because that's just not something that I specialize in. Right. I want people to understand that Facebook ads are complete. It's different than organic social media. Organic social media is you putting out content, attracting just by the content, not saying, Hey, I'm looking for between this and this age and Chicago targeted here for my event that it's targeted. So you can use it for many different things like growing and brand awareness as well, but you're paying and Facebook is saying, I'm going to Put your content to X amount of people for this X amount of dollars. And then so much other calculations and things that go on. But yeah, so I just want to say that too. And I know small businesses can really, really benefit from utilizing Facebook and Instagram ads. Of course, you know, you need to budget for something like this. But why are they so effective for small businesses? They're really effective for small businesses because... um, you're really able to combine messaging and targeting in a way that some of the other channels don't let you do. Um, because here's, because like, like I was uh, mentioning to our little alluding to earlier, I really do believe that paid social is a great equalizer between big, big brands and smaller brands because it really comes down to messaging. It comes down to creative. You know, you can have the best targeting and all of that stuff matters and your campaign setup, all that kind of stuff matters. But as a small business, you know what your customers are saying. You know what their needs are because you're closer to them, right? Like you're you're so much closer to them. You can actually have those one-on-one conversations. You can actually reach out to your audience and say like, hey, why do you buy my candles, right? What is it about the, what is it about my product that made you want to buy it? Like you can use the language that they're using because maybe you have a Facebook group or you have some way that you're, you know, talking to your people and you're building community and you're understanding like, what is this community struggling with right now in this second, right? Like not broadly, what are they thinking about? It's what are they really, really care about right now? Like how, why do they care about my products? And so that's a way for, that's a, that's a thing that big brands are struggling with. Big brands are having a problem with trying to create authentic messaging that doesn't sound like it's coming from a big brand, right? Because there are all these, there are all these checks and balances and this and that and that. And that's why influencers are so, you know, so hot right now because influencers have found a way to take a brand's message and synthesize that for their community and speak directly to their community using the language that their community uses. And you can, you know, you can elevate um, influencer content with ads. And that's one of the things that I recommend for clients if you're using influencers is to pay the extra money get the paid rights and put some paid dollars behind it because that content is really, really good. And so really, like if you're a small business, 
Facebook ads will one help you to elevate your message. They're relatively inexpensive if you're comparing to other, you know, other platforms. Um, you can start with a low budget and scale up. Um, you can, and it has so much great, so many great capabilities um, for smaller businesses, like you know, and directly integrating with your Instagram shop or directly integrating with your product catalog, or you know, just being able to really, really use it in a way that amplifies what you're already doing in your marketing. And it's a relatively low barrier to entry. Like anybody, we were talking before we started recording, right? Like anybody can run Facebook ads, which is great, but it's also like anybody can run Facebook ads. (laughs) So, you know, you would also keep that in mind too. Um, And so it's really, I think for small businesses, it's definitely, if it makes sense for your business, right? Because there are some places where it may not make sense. Um, But if it makes sense for your business, then you definitely want to start to explore different ways that you can use Facebook ads or Instagram ads to elevate your um, your messaging and, and get in front of more people. Yes. Oh, that was so great. And, you know, you're, you're right. Like, it may not be for your business. It may be for your business, but you have to kind of, like, figure that out. And I want to say there are lots of businesses who spend hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars in ads to market on Facebook. This is why you see all these ads and all these things being fed to you and following you around because they have a pixel on you and they know exactly what you clicked on, what you didn't click on. You're like, dang, I was just on their website. Oh, look, here it is again. Here it is again. Here, let me just buy it. Right. But with organic, you have to you have to put in the manpower to get this to people. Right. You have to figure out a strategy, a plan. So, again, it may be for your business. And it may not be, but together, oh, it's a powerful tool. So it's just something to think about that, you know, if your small business is ready for that, because it's going to take you to another level, right? If you really figure out a great Facebook ad strategy in addition to your organic strategy, wow, it will be great. And we, we're we not even going deep into the, you know, you can target people from your email, what they clicked on. All of these things can be measured. And this is why I always talk about how analytics is so important, too, because, you have to look at these things. So I do want to say quickly for somebody that may be, before I go into the next question, for somebody that may be struggling, they're like, oh, I'm looking at the back end. It's not making sense. Should I stop this ad? You know, what kind of advice would you give to them? Because I know there's tools and resources too. Like Facebook has a lot of information on like the back end and they seem to be pretty helpful. Like if you have questions about chat and reaching out, they give don't they give like ad credits and things like that? So if you could just give, you know, some ad- advice on that. Yeah, I definitely think that if you're going to run ads in house, um, because I'm not I'm not team, you know, I'm not anti running your ads in house. I think that, you know, just, you know, even though I operate an agency, I do help in-house teams um, because I think you can do it in house. Um, but I think that you just have to know what you're doing and you have to be able to decide if your see if your CEO time is best spent learning Facebook ads or, or serving your clients um, and, and and building your business and things like that. And so some resources that if you do decide to go in-house, there's lots of courses out there. There's lots of things on YouTube that you can start to learn more of the technical things um, about Facebook ads and stuff like that. You can learn the back end. Um, but really, like, you know, I would say, like, rely on Facebook. Facebook Business Center is really, really good. They have a lot of great information. They have a lot of inspiration in there. Instagram has a similar um, a similar library where you can look and see like successful ads. You can look and see a case studies. You can learn all kinds of things because really what I find that the execution is not the hard part. I've built well over 1,200 campaigns myself in the last four years. Um, and it's not the execution that's the hard part. It's the strategy. 
It's really putting together a strategy that makes sense, a strategy that elevates your business um, and and really being invested in testing and trying new things and, and figuring out what works and then iterating on what works. It's not necessarily the build that is going to get you tri- stri- um, that's going to get you um, tripped up because one of the things I run across with clients and, and, and people that I run across that are running Facebook ads in-house is that they're just they say, OK, I have an event coming up. I want to run some ads for my event. They're just going to take their flyer from the event and then they're going to put some put paid dollars behind it. That's not a strategy, right? You need to start testing well before your event. And that's one of like my email that went out today was about the Super Bowl. Um, Because when we're recording, this is near Super Bowl time. And the Super Bowl, if you think about the Super Bowl as some big bets in your business, those big launches that you have, those big events that you had that you have, you know, those course launches, all that kind of stuff. If you think about that as your Super Bowl time. You are not going to just throw some shit up there and throw your worst players on the field, right? You're not going to throw, you're not going to use plays that you've never used before. You're not going to run commercials based on stuff that you've never tested before. All of the commercials that we're going to see on Sunday have been tested. They've been running in other places. They probably have lift studies and all kinds of things that go into them before they actually make it to the TV, before they actually make it to us as the consumer. And so if you think about that in your business, it's like if you have something coming up and you have a launch, you don't don't want to start running ads a week before to some stuff that you haven't tested before. So you need to think backwards and start to think like, okay, I'm going to promote my event for two weeks. Great. For two weeks, I want to use my best stuff. I want to use my best audiences. I want to use my best creative. I want to use my best, you know, my best campaign setup. In order to get to your best campaign setup and to get there, you have to start testing before that. And so you really want to start to think about like, Facebook ads are just there. There's so much more strategy that goes into it than I think that people understand. And so that's why one of the things I offer clients who want to do things in house is the strategy and is the oversight, because really the strategy piece is the is the, is the missing piece. And so really, like, I think if you're going to run them in house again, like resources like Facebook has great resources. There are a lot of other courses out there. I haven't actually personally taken a lot of courses, so I'm not going to specifically recommend one. Um, and I don't personally have a course, um, but there's a lot of resources out there. You just have to really figure out if the people that you're listening to have done, have they run ads before outside of their own business, right? Have they run ads for clients? Have they run ads for businesses like yours? Um, And so start to rely on those people. Again, just, you know, taking what you can and leaving what you don't. But really, the, the starting place is to figure out how the how Facebook ads integrates into your strategy rather than feel, figuring out like, okay, how do I build a Facebook campaign? It's start with the strategy and then you'll understand what and you, then you'll start to understand how to build it because the strategy is going to inform how you build it. Yes, yes. I'm just over here like, yes, this is all really great information and Thank you for that breakdown, because I know there's some people who just may feel overwhelmed, but there are resources for you. And, you know, whatever decision you make in your business, you have to really, you know, decide if it's for you, if you want it in-house and things like that. But again, I know there's so many also scammers and people say, I can do this and things. But so just do your research, you know, really figure out what works and fit best with your business. So thank you for that. I do want to talk about boosting briefly, because I know that boosting is not the same as creating a Facebook ad, like in Facebook ads manager, right? You can boost from your phone, you can boost from Facebook, but it's not the same. So can you just explain why boosting is not the same? Yeah, so it's definitely not the same. And so boosting, so it, it, it's in, it's the same and it, it's the same in the sense that 
it requires money, but it's very, very different in a sense of strategy. And that's why, again, why you really need to understand strategy and why th- what things mean in the back end of Facebook. And so <clears throat> what I mean by that is, so Facebook has been, been able to identify habits of its users. It has been able to identify people who are more likely to click on something and go read something and then do nothing else. It's been able to identify people who are more likely to click on something and go sign up for a lead magnet or to click on something and buy something or to click and add something to cart. So it's been able to identify different behaviors that its consumers have. And so if you think about that as as one piece and you think about what a boost is, a boost is essentially telling Facebook that you want more engagement on this post and engagement are likes, comments and shares. And so I always say, like, engagement doesn't pay the bills, right? Likes, comments, and shares don't pay the bills at the end of the day, right? When we're talking advertising, right? We're not talking about, you know, organic metrics. But if we're talking about um, paid metrics, engagement doesn't pay the bills. And so the goal of your Facebook ad is to get someone to take an action off of, off of Facebook, right? You want someone to go to your site and do something, whether that's purchase something, whether that's, you know, sign up for an email list, whatever it is, you want them to go do something. Um, engaging posts keep people on Facebook. The goal of an engaging post is to keep people on Facebook. And so a boost is essentially telling Facebook, hey, I want you to send me more likes, comments, and shares. When you also are boosting, boosting boosts are very, very limited. You cannot change the objective of a boost. It's going to always naturally be engagement, right? So it's always going to show you, it's always going to show it to people who are more likely to like, comment, and share. Not people who are more likely to purchase, not people who are more likely to go to your, go to your page and take action, right? Just people who are more likely to just like, comment, and share it. And so that matters to you as a business owner, because again, you want people to do something. And so really, like if you're looking at a boost, it's not a pay, it's it's not necessarily a strategy because it's just, you're just paying for engagement. You're paying for more engagement. And if you're an influencer, maybe that's important, right? If you have, you know, if you're going live and maybe you're, you know, you're saying like, Hey, I want to boost this post so that people come and watch this live. Great. You know, that may work. But if you're trying to get sales, you're trying to get email signups, you're trying to get people to actually take some kind of action off of Facebook or Instagram, you want to be building your campaigns in business manager because in business manager, you have so much more capabilities. You have more audience, a wide variety of audience targeting. I don't believe on Boost, you can even use custom audiences. And so within Facebook business manager, you can use custom audiences. You can change the objective. You can go for like, you know, traffic. You can go for conversions. You can go for all you can bid for video views. You can bid for lead generation. So you can try, so you can change your campaigns within Facebook Business Manager to really build it to, to, to how you want it, to, to based on the goal that you want people to take or the action that you want people to take. When you're boosting posts, you're very limited. You can only boost it to a certain to, to, to a certain number of um, set of audiences, like people who've engaged with your posts before or your Instagram followers or something like that. It doesn't give you a lot of options. It doesn't allow you to have run multiple ads at the same time, right? Because one, that's one of the things when I'm building campaigns. I'm not running just one ad and one audience, right? We're testing a couple audiences and we're having at least two or three ads per audience because Facebook is going to optimize and show the best performing creative and, and, you know, based on the numbers. And so that's why I want to give Facebook options to be able to show it to different people to see which one's working best. When you're boosting posts, you don't have that capability. You can only boost exactly from what you see on your feed. And then that's it. And so for me personally, I tell people that boosting posts is a waste of money. If you want sales, I believe that it's a waste of money. If you want to get engagement and like, again, you want to get more people to come on your live, then sure, maybe you do want to boost it while you're live. But if you're really trying to get people to actually take an action and you really are thinking about putting together a strategy, you'll never find a boost anywhere near anywhere in my strategy because again, engagement just doesn't pay the bills. See, no, keep it real. We have to 
because we want to help. We want to help people. This this is my life goal to help everyone understand social media better. I'm learning so much because believe me, Facebook ads is not something that I specialize in. I've been successful with organic. Now I now I am definitely thinking about utilizing ads. It still gives me anxiety because it's just a lot audiences and all these things. And so that's why I've, you know, haven't not that's not why I haven't used them, but I've been successful just with organic marketing. But I do know that I could go to another level with ads. So thank you for explaining that very like so detailed. And yeah, you guys, if if the gyms are being dropped, you, you know you have to tag us on Instagram, right? You have to tag us on Instagram and let us know. We definitely I will be leaving all of Stacey's information in the show notes because you, you're gonna have to follow her and make sure that you keep up because she definitely jo- drops gems on Twitter too. So um I wanna talk about some do's and don'ts because there are some no ma'am, you shouldn't things you should not do with Facebook ads and but some do's that you must do. So can you give us some do's and don'ts of Facebook ads? Yeah. Um one, don't boost. <laughs> um we already covered that, so I won't go into that. Um so let's talk about yeah, some do's and don'ts. So do use your organic strategy as a baseline, but don't rely on it as a paid strategy. And what I mean by that is that, you know, when we we were saying earlier, which I think was just amazing and, and so spot on is that organic and paid social can work really, really well together. If you're looking at them, you know, as a complete strategy, but they are going to take different approaches. They do have different nuances. And and again, their goals are different, right? Engaging, you know, social media, organic social media is more so about engagement and, you know, and all that kind of stuff and shares and getting in front of more people. Ads are more so about getting people to take action and to learn and using that data to understand like, you know, what is it, what is, you know, what creative is working, what audience is working, you know, just really using it to, to gather data. Um, and so, you want to make sure that you have a rock solid organic presence, which is amazing, you know, that you've built your business this way organically, because I think that is the perfect time to integrate ads because you have some kind of baseline of what works, right? You can go back and look at your engaging content and say, like, what topics are making people really, really, you know, take action, right? What are people really engaging with? What e- Which of my email subject lines are people really, really, you know, opening? Like, what, what stuff am I talking about that's getting people to take some kind of action? Because you can use that as your baseline for your paid strategy, and, you know, and, and the paid strategy is more so like, how can I, you know, complement what's going on organically or how can I amplify things that are working organically so that way I can get it in front of more people? And that's really the best play, the best time to use social media. I mean, to use paid ads is when you have something that's already working. So do rely on your organic strategy as a baseline, but don't look at it as as the same as an ad strategy, because, you know, through testing, I've learned some stuff that works on organic does not going to work on paid. And I'll give you an example. On paid, you know, on organic posts, you might see, you know, lifestyle images do really well. Like you have an influencer, she has a dress, she has some shoes, she has a bunch of cool things, really engaging. She's showing off these shoes really, really nicely, right? And that's awesome. And it's getting a lot of likes and a lot of shares. But then if I want actually somebody to actually buy something, they want to see the shoes. They don't care about the dress. They don't care about the, you know, they don't care about the headband and the cute purse that goes with it. Or that becomes distracting because sometimes you'll go like, I'll look at, you know, look at our comments on our paid posts and stuff like that. And you'll see someone saying like, oh, but where can I get the jacket? 
It's like, well, I'm selling the shoes. I'm not selling the jacket, <laughs> right? And so with your with your paid strategy, you know, if you want to make sure that you're really, really focused on what solution someone is getting or what or what problem you're solving, right? With your organic presence, you know, you, you might want to, you know, create things that are more engaging, that get people to, you know, give you information, that take polls, all that kind of good stuff. And that stuff is great. But with paid, I want to see the product or I want to, I want you to speak directly to me with your solution. If you're a service provider, I want you to actually say, what are the pain points that I'm experiencing right now? As a business owner, I have like, you know, tons of ads on my timeline. We all do, right? But I'm seeing stuff for like, you know, helping to grow your agency and 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 all and learn how to make a, you know, how to build your speaking career and all that kind of stuff, right? That's what you need to specifically talk about when you're, you know, and so so those are some of the do's and don'ts. I think um other other don'ts don't just jump in and just throw some shit up there just because you know you have some things so like if you have an event coming up i see lots of people that just take the event flyer that has all the information on it right it has a title it has the, the location it has the date it has you know a big photo of you it has all the things right so it screams advertisement <laughs> it screams this is an ad um and so you don't want to necessarily try to close the sale on Facebook. You have to look at your Facebook and your landing pages as more of a fuller approach. And so your Facebook ads, the goal is to really like spark curiosity enough to get someone to stop scrolling and to take the action or to go to your landing page. And your landing page's job is to close the sale, right? And so you have to make sure that those things are also working together. So if your conversion rate, like, cause, cause I can send you a lot of traffic to your landing page, but if your conversion rate is 0.0% or, you know, 0.1%, that's not great, right? It's not converting. You're getting a lot of traffic, but you're not getting conversions, which ultimately you want people to do something, right? That's a conversion, somebody taking some kind of action. Um, and so really like, you know, those are, I guess, so, so those, those are some of the do's and don'ts, really just focusing on using your organic strategy as a baseline, using whatever you're doing organically as a baseline, but still, you know, keeping in mind that this is paid and that we want people to actually do something or we want to show people the products um, and making sure that you have just started to really like understand who your people are and all that kind of good stuff. And just really relying on your data to, t- to inform decisions for you and not necessarily getting wrapped up in the emotion of building a campaign. And it's like, I took all this time to, build, to put this video out and it's not converting. I'm going to keep spending no, listen to the data. If the data tell you it's not working, it's not working. Okay. <laughs> make a change. That's how you stop wasting money. You make some change. You look at the data, make a decision and, and iterate and move on, right? Release the emotion from it. And the data don't lie and we don't want to waste any money. So thank you for that. And I want to, I want to ask you this really quickly. Is there a brand that you've seen on like, oh, that's a good ad. Cause I know I've seen some and I'm like, I'm about to buy that. Like, I think I bought this DB method, right? And I know they, and it's like this workout thing like, because I work out. And so, of course, what am I searching on my phone? Workout equipment, workout from home, right? When we're deep in the pandemic, you know, we're at home working out. So I'm like, oh, I need this machine. I'm like, oh, it's a a DB method. So it's supposed to help, you know, with your legs, you know, your glutes and everything. I'm like, oh, this is what I need. So I bought it. And then I, I'm sure I seen it three, four or five times. They're like, oh, we have Afterpay. Oh, we have this, right? Because they're marketing to somebody like me who's like, oh, Afterpay, cool. Just pay for it in two payments. Cool with me. Like, hey, so can you, do? You, is there some, a brand that you've noticed that just had like a really good Facebook ad lately? Just curious. Yeah. Um, so I won't be biased and say Zappos because I think you have amazing ads, You do, <laughs> but I'll give you a different example. Um, so an example that I just was, I was actually talking about this on my stories last week because I've been, 
I notice what brands are doing on ads, like when I see different types of ads and all that kind of stuff. So I've been starting to share those more on my social channel so that business owners can kind of understand the, you know, the, the, uh, the amount of stuff that you can do with Facebook ads or how you can, you know, the strategy behind what these brands are doing. And so there's this brand misfit market. And I recently just started seeing their ads. Um, I started seeing their ads. What they are is a, it's like a organic delivery grocery delivery service. Um, and so I started seeing their ads and they had the first ad I saw was, um, a, or one of the first ads that I, at least I can recall seeing, um, was about signing up to get, uh, to save a, whatever percentage on your, on your first delivery. Um, and so I'm like, okay. And I use grocery delivery a lot. So this is very, you know, very, you know, targeted to me. Like I get it. Like it, this is, this is, I'm in, I'm in that audience. And so I'm like, okay. So I went to their landing page. I signed up, put my email address in. And then what do I start seeing again? I start seeing more ads. But here's how. But here's the thing. Though, what, they, what what was so fantastic is they were showing me different types of ads. They were showing me nurturing ads with with ads that are about like blogs that are talking about this pot, that talking about um, the product and how great it is. Um, why you should be ordering or- organic deliveries. Um, I'm seeing it from their page. I'm also seeing it from from other bloggers that I don't follow that just so happen to be showing me ads about Misfit Market, right? But I know. Those are branded content ads. That's what you can do. You can run ads from other people's handles. Um, and so, you know, so they started to nurture me on Facebook, right? So they so they they got me out of a cold audience. They got me to sign up for something, to go to their landing page. So the pixel has picked me up and saying, ooh, she's interested in this. Um, they got my email address. They're starting to retarget me and send me ads about how great their service is and why you should be doing organic delivery and really, you know, just nurturing me. And then I'm starting to see ads about making your first delivery or making your first purchase and, and you know, sale image, sale, um, sale ads. And so that's how you can take somebody through a full, full funnel. And this happened within a couple of days, right? This is, I'm thinking a time span between like one to three days from when I actually signed up, saw the ad, and then actually, um, you know, or got to the point where I'm about to make my first, um, make my first purchase. And so you can start with, you can nurture, you can find people, you can use that awareness play, you can nurture people, and then you can also close the sale. And so I thought that that was just a really great way of taking someone through a funnel, or at least a great, really great example of taking somebody through a funnel exclusively using Facebook ads. Because I do get their emails, right? But I'm like, I have so many emails, I barely check my emails, right? And so that's one of the things with business owners is like, you know, if you're hitting people in multiple places, right? Like if you have an email list, that's great. Keep sending to your email list, keep nurturing people there. But you can also use Facebook ads to fill your email list, get more people on that list. You can also use your Facebook ads to retarget people who are on your list, who say you sent out an event notice and you got 30% of the people that opened it, maybe only 2% of the people clicked on it. And so now you're you're also targeting them on Facebook too, with, you know, with similar messaging or with different types of messaging and saying things different ways. Because sometimes people need to hear messages different ways. They need to hear, you know, they need to say, it different ways and stuff like that. So that's, that's, that was a really good example. It was Misfit Market that, um, that was really cool. Yes. I love me a good grocery delivery. So if they had something like that, I'm sure I didn't clicked on it. I'm sure I'm clicked on the home chefs and the deliver me the food to my house, the cleaning services, all of it. I have, they've marketed to me. So they're marketing to all of us, millennials, whoever, who love the services because I'm all about my time. So I love it. I love it. Oh, this has been such a really good episode. I like this. This was great. I hope that everyone took notes and understood that, yeah, Facebook ads is just not throwing some stuff up there and being like, okay, I'm a market to the people and now I'm going to be a millionaire. Like it doesn't 
quite work like that. And that's why, of course, I talk about strategy all the time because everything's a strategy. Whether you're doing paid, whether you're doing organic, whether you have a Facebook group, whether you're on Pinterest, whether you have a blog, it's all a strategy. And you still have to do certain things. Things change. Things may not work, but the numbers don't lie. So the data is very important. That's why I'm always like, oh, what the data, what does the data say? Because then that won't leave you wasting so much time. So thank you so much, Stacey. Can you please let everyone know where they can find you and what you have going on? Because you are, you are the Facebook ads queen. I'm going to be looking to you for everything because I need, when I need help, I'm like, oh, I don't get this. So can you let them know? Please. Thank you for sure. Thank you so much for having me. This has been great. So yeah, y'all can find me Online, I'm always in these damn internet streets. Um, so I'm on Twitter at Stacy Zeal. I'm on Facebook. I actually just signed back up from Instagram from being banned, which is a whole other story. Um, but I just got back on Instagram at StacyZeal.co. And you can head over to my website, StacyZeal.co. I have a private podcast where I walk people through how to use Facebook ads to market their business and to sell more of their products and to really think, go into what you should be thinking about as a business owner when you're approaching Facebook ads. And that podcast is actually called Stop Boosting and Stop and Start Selling um, because Boosting Post, again, it's just, I feel so strongly about how it's such a waste of money. Um, but yeah, so you can definitely check me out on those places. Um, I have my... The way that I work with clients is I have an agency where I do full managed services of running ads and creating strategy for people. Or I also work with in-house teams that are looking to really run them as themselves. Maybe they have the capacity to run it themselves. They have a team, but they just need some guidance and some strategy. So providing strategy and overseeing their team and giving them some best practices and all that kind of stuff is how I work with clients. And you can, again, find me over at StacyZeal.com. Yes, we will have all that information in the show notes. That was some, she's going to have a private podcast that's going to walk you through. Oh, I need to go check that out. So thank you so much, Stacey. This has been such an amazing episode. And I am so excited to dive really much more deep into Facebook ads. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.